Hey guys, and welcome back to Savopedia, Season 2, Episode 7. We are, where are we? We are in mid-May right now. The weather's starting to get great. Uh, I noticed a lot of people are out walking around the city, which is good to see. Most people wear a mask, some aren't. But now we have, you know, things are returning to normal or a new normal, if you want to call it. I hate that saying. So the mask mandates are lifting, which is great. And the vaccinations have, have been rolling out. And if you did get your vaccination, the CDC stated this week that if you do, if you are fully vaccinated, that you no longer need to wear a mask outdoors or uh, indoors. I think it's you know, smaller gatherings or in a restaurant. However, you know, I would still say use your common sense. If you want to listen to my advice, I would say use your common sense and carry your mask wherever you go. And the reason I say that is because not all businesses, you know, are adhering to what the CDC is recommending. So if you do walk into a restaurant or a business or a CVS or supermarket and they still ask you to wear your mask. That is their right to do so, and it's not your right to argue against that, right? Again, we're going to mention it on the show today, but we've talked about it a million times already. If you walk into a privately owned business, you have absolutely no rights at all, and they can refuse service unless it's based on race or gender. Other than that, you have to wear a mask. So I'm not going to get into that and I'm not going to preach, but really just use your brain. So that being said, uh, you know, with the weather again is, is turning nice and summer is here and people are going to start taking vacations. I hope again, hopefully things are getting back to normal and people are looking to travel. So that's what we're going to talk about today. Uh, we have Lee here has joined us and we're going to talk about traveling in a post-COVID world. So we'll talk about vacations, the cruise line industries, air travel, and just travel in general, pretty much our take on it. And we did have a lot of fun recording this episode. So I do hope you enjoy. Right. So, yeah, with the restrictions, obviously, letting up on the restrictions. Now we heard yesterday, right, that you can you don't have to wear masks if you get vaccinated outside or inside or wherever the bathroom. I don't know. Well, you might want to wear a mask in there. I think that even though they're lifting the restrictions, it's most likely not going to, to really take effect in a lot of businesses. I know, for example, Massachusetts, they're still requiring you to wear masks. So you go to a restaurant, they're probably still right. going to want you to wear them in public because anybody's, oh, I got vaccinated. Okay, then you don't have to wear it. Right. And unless they're going to somehow issue some sort of foolproof way to know that someone got vaccinated and not be something someone can manipulate or hack, I don't think that they're going to lift those restrictions. If it was, I would say, show me your card, right? You should have that vaccination card. However, it is what people have to understand is it's still up to the individual businesses if they want you to wear masks inside or not. Right. How many I years have... we did that no no shoes, no shirt, no service. They can refuse business to anybody as long as it's not based on race or gender. Right. Right. I have, along the same lines, I have a friend of mine, well, 
more of a, um, an acquaintance now. I don't really speak to him too much, but he's an anti-vaxxer. And all over Facebook, it's all about my rights are being infringed yeah. upon. I don't have, I shouldn't have to be vaccinated to do this or that. I've been telling you for years, it's, you know, it doesn't matter. Now they're lifting the mask mandate. I'm like, well, just get vaccinated. It's not for you. It's for us. Right. So we don't get sick if you're sick. So I don't care about you, really. I care about us and our families. And that's what I've been saying. Uh, you know, I'm wearing a mask for your sake, too. I, I'm vaccinated, right? But I could still carry it. And if you haven't gotten right. vaccinated, that means I can transmit it to you. So, yeah, yep. whatever. I read that 49% of Republicans are against the vaccinations, which is fine with me because in a few years, there'll be 49% less voting. And <laughs> that I am on board with that. I don't understand what the whole... Maybe you just need to get it from someone's point of view who is against it, what the problem is or, or what what is their their issue with with safety. And I get it. It's personal choice. I'm, and, and I'm not saying people aren't allowed that. I just right. want to know why, why they feel this or why they have such a strong opinion. I mean, I think the opinion that we've made is, well, it's for safety mm -hmm. and we're entitled to that. It's our right. It's our opinion. I would like to know on the other side of the table, what is the real reasoning why someone would be against it? Um, I don't know. I don't know. There's no clear reason. I think, well, and it's a fact that this whole pandemic was politicized, right, from the very get-go. And unfortunately, the, the president, the sitting president at the time politicized it. People just followed along. But had he come out early and said, you know what, this is a dangerous thing. You should wear a mask. I guarantee you all of these anti-vaxxers would have been wearing hazmat suits and two masks and you name it. It's very possible that the Republican Party would all be for it instead of against it. Too. Right. I don't know. Oh, no, absolutely. Absolutely. But it's what they heard and it's what they know. And they, you know, just follow the mantra. Because there's no, there's no, there's never any uh, point counterpoint. Whenever I talk to somebody on the other side of the aisle, if that's what you want to call it, it's always the same thing. It's the canned response that I always get. Well, I don't want to speak, I don't want to speak poorly of others. Yes. But sometimes it's their education and they're not educated, whether it's book smarts or street smarts. Sometimes it's just, they're not smart. Right. And they're just repeating what they hear. And they don't really know why. They're just repeating because they say, yeah, that sounds right. I'm going to repeat that. And and I under, I get that, right? Totally. And what I can understand is the people that I know who are educated, that <laughs> they still support all of that nonsense. But that's besides the point. It actually has a technical term. It's called brainwashing. Oh, yeah, right. Yeah. Now I know how Jim Jones got everybody to drink the Kool-Aid. What is that? It sounds like a, Sorry, was, a coffin yeah, like opening. I'm in, a, like I'm in a haunted house. I was uh, <laughs> closing one of my doors. I probably need to WD-40 that. I thought the so, vampire was coming in. <laughs> Good evening. <laughs> Good evening. So one of the things 
travel related that I've actually been doing research on so we can actually get somewhat on topic here. Yes. Well, I guess. (laughs) I've been researching traveling to Hawaii. And to travel to Hawaii, you can't just put a mask on and get on an airplane. They take it pretty seriously there, and you have to either, when you when you arrive, quarantine for 10 days, which people may say, well, that's not such a bad thing. Well, it is in Hawaii when everything costs 20 bucks for a gallon of milk. Yeah. And you can't leave your hotel room. Or you have to get a COVID test and be negative three days prior to your when your flight departs. But you can only go to certain um, testing sites. So it's interesting how they're taking it seriously as opposed to, oh, I'm just going to go to the, you know, Florida, for example. Right. Where they don't want people being vaccinated to, or something along those lines yeah. because it's taken away from tourism. Because if, cause then they're going to re- reduce the amount of people they're allowing there to spend money because they've been vaccinated. It's it's interesting how each state takes things a little bit differently. Yeah, and and not to get off topic, but people have to understand too. If the airlines ask you to wear a mask, they're gonna, you know, you're gonna have to wear a mask. I'm sure they're still gonna mandate that for the time being. But it is, you know, obviously it's great it's, that travels coming back. Well, it's also, I know we discussed this uh, when I don't know, maybe four months ago or several months ago. The you know the air is recirculating in airplanes. But it's not 100%. It's not going to feel... So if one person has has COVID and they cough and those germs get in the air, it may pass through those filters. I mean, I'm sure those filters are pretty good in the airplane, but it is, you know, you can't open the window to get fresh air. So it has to recycle it. And right. I don't know if it can catch those germs. I mean, I just bought some air filters for my air conditioner and they have all these different levels of filtration. And I don't know what, you know, are they using the highest level or are they just setting the bare minimum, maybe like Southwest Airlines, since they're a low budget, they buy the cheap stuff. And, you know, you go to like Emirates, which is one of the biggest airlines in the Middle East, and they're using top of the line stuff. Who knows? I mean, I'm sure there's, there's regulations by the FAA too, but I'm just, I have no idea. You have no idea what type of filtration are in those airlines. Right. Or any place else you're going. Any place. Yeah. Trains. So is your Hawaii trip on? Well, I don't know. I'm just in the preliminary stages. I'd like to go, but it's not something that we can really plan yet anyways, because we don't want to go. We have a four-year-old, so we don't want to take him if he hasn't been vaccinated. Um, even though kids are at low risk, we still feel that it would be beneficial to his health to get the vaccine yeah, if we were to travel yeah. on an airplane or anywhere. And, you know, look at another part of travel is look at the cruise industry. They're still shut down. But they are starting to pick up. Uh, well, they're starting to do trials now where this get this. They they want volunteers to go on a cruise. <laughs> where do I sign up? Is it volunteers or is it guinea pigs? Yeah. Which should well, you we? Have to be va- you have to be vaccinated <laughs> to do it. But I don't I wonder if you get to do it. I bet you get to do it. It's probably like a day trip, but if it was free. <laughs> it's like the SS where Minnow. That, where can I sign up for that? <laughs> I'm sure nothing's included, but still, that'd yeah. be kind of fun. Yeah. Yeah. I've I've never been on a cruise, so maybe now's the time. I know you yeah. have been, right? You've been. I've been on, yeah, I've been on a few. My brother's been on like 
15. He loves it. He's like a professional cruiser. Oh, yeah. He's, Does he have uh, cabana, cabana clothes, cabana wear? Oh, you know, he absolutely. Well, he had a lot of it. When he got remarried, his wife, new wife said, get rid of it. It's just, you don't wear that stuff in anywhere else. So did he go and sell it at a second hand shop? <laughs> With moths. <laughs> With the moths. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. I'm sure he still has some, but he, he had a lot and I, I'm I'm fairly certain he got down a lot on it. But See, I would get some of that if I was to go on a cruise <laughs> or go to Hawaii. But that's the only place you can wear it. You can't yep. wear it out in, in in the northeast. You just stick out like a sore thumb. <laughs> You look like a cavone, as we say in Italian. <laughs> yeah, you can't. You can't do it. <laughs> so that you know that that goes to prove that everything in life can be directly related back to a Seinfeld episode. And <laughs> we're actually we're going to do a whole episode about that coming up. But we have to get our notes together. But every time something like that comes up, you can always like, oh yeah, there's an episode for that. <laughs> Not yet there isn't. Yeah. <laughs> Why are you watching this? Because it's on TV. Not yet it's not. <laughs> uh, yeah. It's funny. I was, uh, I was going through Facebook yesterday through my feed, and somehow one of the things came up about the Seinfeld episode where Kramer turned his tub into a – had a garbage disposal, <laughs> and they were saying, well, why do you need it? Why do you need to drain your sink? So some guy did it. Oh my God! I didn't watch the whole video because it was like twenty minutes long. But did he use the same uh, model? A... <laughs> I don't know, but it was it was funny. The things people are doing right now. Interesting. You cooked. <laughs> yes, I made this while I bathed. <laughs> uh, anyway, I don't want to get off topic. So yeah, travel. You know, we were supposed to go back to Ireland last. Yeah, well, 2020, obviously that got put on hold when they shut the whole island down. And we have vouchers good for five years, which is great. Air Lingus is a great airline. Wow. Hey, maybe there'll be them. a sponsor now. Good for them. Air Lingus, fly Air Lingus. Yeah, so we'll see. Uh, hopefully get back next year um, when things lighten up even more. But you would, you know, back to the cruise line industry. I did see that where they want people to like be their test subjects. And guinea pigs, as you call them. Yeah, yes. float around on a Petri dish for a week. But, you know, it's it's interesting because even before COVID, people are always getting sick. They're always getting a neurovirus on the cruise. Oh, yeah. You're, you're, you're always getting people getting sick. And I can vouch it. So, and I know how it happens because I went on a company trip to Fiji. And Ooh. all of the, you know, the whole company, when it was like 400 people plus. That's a good company. Yeah, well, it was a hedge fund. They like to spend money. Ah. So they flew, every, and they're were, they were all over the world. So we had one office from Russia, and one individual had a stomach flu. He came, and most of the food, when you, when you go to a large event, so similar to cruises, where you got the buffets. Well, the one individual who was sick, you know, grabbed the utensils, took all the food, whatever, most likely didn't wash his hands. Oh. So that's how it spread. And then, like, 15 people got it. Uh, because of the, and that's what the, we brought a doctor with us too. And he, he had said, this is what happened. You, you spread it at the buffets. You got to wash your hands. Before, anytime there's a buffet, I don't like buffets, but anytime you, you go to them, you 
definitely want to wash your hands after touching those mm. utensils. Who yeah. knows what people have had? It's the same that happens on cruises. That's why they're always people are always getting stomach viruses, and that's why when you go on a cruise and you walk in those dining rooms, they're standing there with spray bottles of sanitizer because they want to wash everyone's hands. But so what? You want you spray someone's hands, then they're picking their nose right after. Right. So, you know what, what's the what's the point? So. Is there Fun anyone fact. on board saying, uh, I have the right not to wash my hands after taking a crap? <laughs> they, <laughs> I got the they right have to have diarrhea. Yeah, yeah. Some of them have little, like, hand-washing stations in them. But, yeah, I don't I'm, feel the need I need to wash my hands. You, uh, you and I both know there's some people at work that uh, <laughs> they walk out of the yeah. stall and then walk right out of the... Right out of the bathroom. And Is I do it that the, much of an inconvenience yeah. to wash your hands? I don't get it. Again, that's when I do the, I look back and forth like Seinfeld. Tonight, I'm going to cook yeah. something special just for you. <laughs> Poppy, no. I, I don't know why some people don't do it. I mean, even if you use hand sanitizer or something, because then you're touching the door again to open the door, right. unless you're. People that just keeps. This is what gets me. We have a button you can push for for the handicap button or the accessible button. I guess is more politically correct. Mm-hmm. You push the button, the door will open. Some people keep pushing it to try and get it open. Just push the door open. It's a push door anyways, and it's still caught. People people would rather keep. That's how lazy they keep pushing the button to get the door instead of just pushing it open yeah. by hand. I don't get it. I you know love what watching I, it. I love I the buttons. Break. And they keep pushing it. I see this happen all the time wherever I go, whether it's the mall or church or anywhere. If there's ever there's usually right a double door, but one door is still closed, the other one's open, and everybody's trying to funnel through that one door. I'm like, why don't you just open the other door? Yeah, it's or when you go to like the mall, people yeah. always want to use the automatic door. Yeah. The automatic door is really not there for you. It's for people who or in a wheelchair, or elderly and can't open the door, or, or some other reason. I got so, the right to use the automatic door. See, I, I can mean, apply that to I anything. I'm not going to say I don't do it, but I've, I've taken advantage of it when I had to use a stroller. And it's just amazing how lazy. Just open a door. Use your arm. Pull it open. So I don't know. I don't how, know how are they going to... Well, again, you know what? Everything's easing up now, and who knows if it's too early or just the right time. I don't know. Only time will tell. How would they go about cleaning all that stuff on a cruise ship? Like, you know, maybe not the water slides probably won't need, but, you know, the pools. I don't know. Well, the pools, actually, the pools every day get drained, and then they refill them. But they would have to now. I mean, well, the amount of chlorine in it, too, I would think, would would be a... uh, a way to, to help. Speaking of chlorine, there's a chlorine shortage in the country right now. I don't know if you read about that. Oh. You better so, go start hoarding it. I got some, but so there was an article that was posted by a number of news outlets, and it's not fake news. It's real news. CNN <laughs> even published it, so you know it's real. <laughs> Last week, there was a fire, or the week before, there was a fire in Louisiana at a chlorine plant, and that chlorine plant makes... Eighty percent uh, of the chlorine of the entire country. So everywhere you go, 
they're out of chlorine. I had a hard time finding it anywhere in, in the places that did have it were price gouging. Fortunately, I was able to get it at my local hardware store. They had it had like yeah. dust on the on the packet, so it probably been there for like five years. But it's unbelievable. Just put bleach anyway. in the pool. Well, that's all it is. It's bleach, really. Yeah. So yeah, back to so so the cruises you I the ones I've been on and the ones I've seen, they, they empty the pools every day and then they refill them. I don't know if it, it's yeah. seawater, I believe, too. But I never knew obviously that. It's treated. I don't know if all the ships are doing that, but the ones I've been on, I noticed that they drained them. Or not all of them do. You know, maybe it doesn't happen on all the pools on the, the ships, but maybe it's just the old. I haven't been on the cruise in a while, but maybe they, they don't do that anymore. And but it's, you know, the same thing with, um, I was watching some, some videos on people traveling in some, like, big resorts as I was doing my research for Hawaii, the, the, the uh, Disney resort in Hawaii wasn't doing daily room cleaning to, to, to reduce contamination, which I feel it should be the opposite. Oh, that's nice. They were just, yeah, they were just changing towels and leaving all your amenities out by your door. I'm not sure if that was just to reduce the risk of the workers getting infected or what it could be. So that, there's definitely different protocols for cleaning. But when you have a mega ship like that, I mean, you got, you're always going to see people cleaning them whenever you're on a ship. You're always going to see someone cleaning the brass handrails and the stairs and stuff. So yeah, that's a good, that's a good point though. I wonder how they would change how they do things. No, now that you mention it in January of this year, we stayed at a hotel for a couple of days. They were doing construction here. So I stayed at a, a hotel. It was the same thing, right? Every day. Uh, they would leave a bag with towels outside your door or the, you know, the little shampoos and everything. But nobody ever came in the room to make it up or, even, or vacuum or anything. A lot of times when we go away, we usually don't even need the service. I don't need someone yeah. just to come in to make my bed right. and, and change the towels, which they usually don't do unless you, like, leave them on the floor now or take out the trash. How much trash do you go through? in a hotel room anyway. I mean, I never filled those buckets unless like we bought something. You just stayed asleep. So yeah. I mean, I don't need someone to change, make my bed for me. It's like we're entitled. Oh, you have to have someone make your bed if you're in a hotel. So you, you don't want the sheets tuck too or tight. Uh, yeah. Tucked yeah. or untucked. I don't know. I'm an untucked tuck. guy. <laughs> they do make those sheets pretty tight when they tuck them in. <laughs> the ending of that episode was great when he, <laughs> He was trying to kick his feet, and he could. <laughs> yeah, my uh, wife likes to have the bed tucked, and I don't like my side tucked. When, whenever I, you know, we change the sheets, whenever we make the bed, like a full bed making ritual. Yeah, yep, yep. I hate it. I don't. I feel like I'm. I can't move. Yeah, I need so, a little little room yeah. to move around. Uh, do they do that? Like, so a cruise is the same. Do they come in every day and they do the same thing? Oh, yeah. Exactly. Okay. It's like a hotel. Yeah, I would imagine. They, they vacuum your rugs. They take out your trash. The, the cruises are different, though. They make you those those fun animal towels. Oh, right, right. So they right. go one step further. One step further. You know, it's funny. I don't know any of this stuff, and my wife used to work on a cruise ship. Oh, really? Oh, yeah. <laughs> She's been down to the Caribbean a million times. She's been through the Panama Canal multiple times. Um, all over. All of those little islands. Um, it's a tough job because you're not... Yeah. You work like seven days a week for like, what is it, like six to nine months at a time? Yep. Yep. That's crazy. Yeah. Sometimes she would fly from one 
place to the other if if um the boat was going to be empty coming back. There were some cruises where they brought the ship back up to Rhode Island from Florida. So she didn't need to be on that trip because there were no passengers. So did she work for one of the major cruise lines or like no. one of the smaller ones? No, it was a small cruise line originally out of Rhode Island, but I think they docked in, in Florida, but it was, it was a smaller cruise ship because they were able to get into the smaller parts. So okay. they wouldn't have to take the, uh, like those little shuttle boats over? I don't know what it is about me, but I want to be on those mega ships. Some people don't. Oh, yeah. I do. I don't know what it is. I want to be around the crowds. Not, not sorry, around the crowd, but I like, there's more to do. It's the same like argument I have with my wife about hotels, like going on vacation. I want to stay at like, the biggest resort I can find because there's more to do. There's more restaurants, but the, the trade office is a lot of people. Which ones do they charge you for? It's the... Like the cafeteria and the, the dining rooms, I know that's all included with the price. So, like, if I wanted to yeah, go to uh, a restaurant on another level or something. They all, well, they all, all the newer ships have, they call it specialty dining, where, it's, mm. where there's like, uh, I don't know how many, three or more specialty restaurants that aren't included with the, the price of the cruise. I don't know. It's been a little while since I've been on the last one I went on, though. They weren't, it wasn't very expensive. It was like 20 to $30 per person for three courses. Like, I went to a steakhouse on board mm. and it was like $30. Still a really good price. Telling yeah, restaurant, yes. I think, was $20. But they, it depends on the cruise and, and how, you know, some of the, the newer ships have all these, I mean, they have like ice cream parlors and Johnny Rockets and all that. That's yeah. I don't know if that's included in that. Probably not. I don't think I'm it guessing is. it's not. I think on Carnival they have Guy's Burger, and I think that's actually included. Yeah, I might be wrong, but I think it's included. I like the. Uh, I want to. If I go on a cruise, I want to try out that new one um, from Virgin. Oh, that yeah. looks pretty sweet. Yeah, that looks really. I've seen some videos of that one. It's it's totally different than yeah. all the other shit. People have been really like critiquing it though, because if you look at the pool, it's tiny. It's like the smallest pool you've ever seen on a ship. You know, like how are they going to fit? Yeah. Whatever, there's 2,000, 3,000 people in this tiny little pool. What were they thinking? But there are some perks to that ship where everything's included. Right, right. That's the upside is everything's included. I mean, I wouldn't mind doing one of those Disney cruises, but they are yeah, so expensive. expensive. Everything yes. Disney's expensive. Right. Have you ever like gone shopping at Disney? A yep. t-shirt's $40. Mm -hmm. Why? Why is it so expensive? Because, because they, they can do it. It's because Disney. they can do it. But if you go on a cruise and you want to get a drink, they're not cheap either. Right. What, they charge $15. it to your card or to the room? Well, it's the same thing. It's like you just show them your card. And yeah. And they'll, at the end of the cruise, you get a bill. Like a hotel. Same idea. And my wife told right. me when it's, you're on the islands and you get booze that you have to like give it to them until you get home. Yeah, if it's duty free. So people do all sorts of things to try and sneak it to their cabin, but they have those x ray machines you go through. You put your bags on. But yeah, you have to give them the booze to hold on to. It's the same as when you go to Travel International and you go to the duty free shop. You can't yeah. carry it on board. They'll give it to you when you get to, I don't know when they give it to you, when you get to the gate or, or when you arrive. I forget how it works. Like, so, what are you going to do? What's someone going to do on an airplane if you buy a bag right. of candy at a duty free? Right. I don't. It's, I'm not sure the rules of it. Maybe maybe we have some international lawyers that can advise. We'll have to get some on the show, see if they can make yeah. it there. Uh, I know I mentioned this before when we went to Ireland. So it, it's really unique how they do it. Aer Lingus 
on the way there, it's considered an international flight. So the the um, the flight attendant comes on and says, "If you want to buy anything now, because they sell bottles of alcohol on Aer Lingus, and they said if you want to buy it, now's the time to buy it because the return trip back to the United States is considered a domestic flight. So you can't buy duty free. Wait, stuff. you can buy like a full bottle of booze yep. on an airplane. Yep. On Aer Lingus, you can buy it on the way there, and it's all tax-free. On the way back, however, they, they don't sell it. But you can't it. open it on the plane, can you? No. No. Oh, okay. No. So they give it to and you can drink it, I guess, while you're on the island. But uh, on the way back, so you go through U.S. Customs in Dublin in the airport. They have a U.S. Customs place there, and I think there's only two places in Europe that do that. Um, so when you get back to the United States, you just get off the plane, you get your bag, and you're on your way, just like everywhere else. Yeah, that's it's great. Cool. I, I had that in Canada. When I went to Toronto, they have the same thing. Yeah. Right before you leave, you clear. It's, it's so convenient. Oh, it is super convenient. When you get off the plane, everybody's going at the same time. And there might be more than one flight that gets in at the same yeah. time, and then you're waiting forever. Whereas if you do it before, people are just trickling in as they check in. Although I was in line at that one in Toronto for like an hour. Yeah, it's Oz I like we that idea. went breezed right through it. They didn't ask a lot of questions. You know, why were you here? And yep, nope. They have that on uh, cruises as well. When you get off in Miami or wherever customs is there, I don't think they ask why you were here though, because while well, I was on a cruise, I don't think they really do too much. Like I think they look at how much you spent or how much you purchased. I don't know what what the criteria is that they look for, but uh, the coolest yeah. thing for me anyway when the last time we were in LA my wife and I went to one of the dispenser dispenser aries why can't i say that word dispensaries to buy some stuff right cuz she wanted the uh the edibles like the little cinnamon edibles the thc and and you know yeah. she's telling the guy, and the their dispensaries there it looks like an apple store you walk in and everything's under glass and you just pick i want this and i want that so she was picking her stuff out and the guy was talking with her uh and she said you know i don't want anything too i don't want to get blitzed i just want something to give me a nice little calm and so after he was done with yeah after he was done with her he asked me he said all right so what are you looking for i said well i just straight up want the good stuff right so, I want to get whatever will screw me up. Yeah, I said I want like 100% THC. Just sell me some joints and, and whatever. So I bought two bags. They were like 10 each, 10 joints apiece in each bag. So I bought two of those, and I bought four, three or four of the uh, the vapes because my oldest mm. daughter, I know she likes the vapes, the, the, the THC vape. So I got some for her and a couple of joints as well. But then I was concerned about going through TSA at LAX. Yeah. And the guy at MedMen said, oh, you got nothing to worry about. He said, you're going to have to travel with a lot more than this for them to stop you at LAX. He said, I'm telling you straight up. He said, you're not even close. He said, you got to fill half of your uh, backpack before they'll stop you. And I, I was amazed at that. And I don't know if it's because we were flying back to Massachusetts where it's also legal, but we talked to our oh, friend. You weren't traveling international. I thought you were saying you were doing this for Ireland. No, 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 no. We were traveling back from L.A. to oh. Massachusetts. And I spoke with uh, my wife's friend, Stacy, who lives out there. And she said, nope. She said, they're not going to give you any problem at all. So I had like two or three people telling me. So, all right. I got up the nerve. I had everything in my backpack. My carry on. I'd be so nervous. 
Well, I was. So, and, and I figured I, I was ready to tell them, Hey, everybody told me it was okay. Uh, we get to LAX. My wife's bag goes through my backpack goes through guy. Didn't even bat an eye. He's like, okay, you're all set. I'm like, holy crap. I'm like, holy crap. And they were right. They said, yeah, they don't care. They don't even check for that over there. I'm sure if you were carrying a luggage full, they would. I went right through. Was that wrong? Was that, should I have not done that? I got to tell you, I'm going to plead ignorance on this. I'm going to tell you, I've never tried any of that stuff. Really? Not once. And it's mainly because I got drug tested in college a lot. Well, Mm -hmm. potentially get drug tested because I was a flight student. So I never did. And I never tried it. Good for you. I got medication that does the same thing. Yeah. I mean, marijuana is the only thing I've ever done. I know people who've run the gamut from pills to cocaine. I was like, no, I better not. But one of these days, maybe. Before I die. I don't want to sound like uh, I'm hanging out with heroin addicts or crack addicts. I don't know people who've done that. Oh, I know. But it's, yeah. They sell it everywhere here. They sell it everywhere. You can buy the the uh, the oil with THC removed and everything. Here. Yeah. And, you know, people say it's a gateway it's drug. It's not a gateway drug. It's, it's yeah. not. Because since high school, I mean, that was 40 years ago. I think I would have been on to my next uh, level by now. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I I, sh- I think I might have been up to crack or heroin by now. Maybe I don't know. You would think you'd be more. Yeah, you'd be making meth in your garage, or you don't have a garage, but in the basement, I'll be making meth. Yeah. How did we get this sort of topic? Okay, I had, so. I don't know. So, do, have they said anything? Like, when's the official? You can go back on a cruise. Have they said anything yet? They're still. No, they're still working on it. Um. I was, they kept pushing it and pushing it and postponing it. And now there's like cruise lines going out of business. And I can only imagine what it's going to cost to go on a cruise once they get back in. It's got to be, it's already expensive. I wonder if they're going to be even more now. They're going to say, well, we have these new protocols. We have to, we have to follow. We have to buy more cleaning or whatever. But well, I, I can't imagine they're going to be at, you know, who knows? Maybe they will be the same price to get people to start booking again, but I think they're going to be expensive. Well, I've already seen in the city here in Boston that uh, restaurants have already gone up. You know, yeah, they have to make up what they lost last year. So now your know, hamburg is, it was $13. Now it's $17. That's nuts for hamburger. Yeah. I'm like, how did that change? It's the same meat. It's the same Have pickle. you seen the, um, along the same lines, there was uh, an article posted in the news regarding Instacart, how they increase the prices on everything you yes. buy in the store. Yes. They, 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 and they never got a response from the Instacart folks. Why are you charging more money when you're already charging a service fee? And then say, oh, it's right. for the infrastructure to build. No, it's not. I That's started. What the service fees are for. Yeah. I started using them early on in the pandemic, and that didn't last long. Because yeah, the items from Market Basket cost more. First of all, they cost more uh, on the on the app. They automatically cost more. Then they charge you a service fee, a delivery fee, uh, whatever else fee. Regulatory fee too. Yeah. 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 It yeah was, that was insane. Me, we used it like three times, and we paid like forty dollars in fees. Yeah. Yep. It was like, what? Are you kidding me? That's but like at the time. That was all you could do. Grubhub too. So I started paying the the monthly fee for Grubhub plus. 
same here. Okay, so you get free delivery. And then they send you these emails. Well, you've earned a $10 pe- uh, you've earned a $10 re- uh, coupon or whatever it is. But when they send you the yeah. coupons, oh, well, I'm sorry, that's for pickup only. Like, all right, so these Actually, coupons no, are use, useless. I use, I use DoorDash or DinerDash, yeah. whatever it's called. It's it's nine ninety nine a month, and they get rid of the fee. There's still a regulatory fee, which I don't even know what that is. It's kind of like when you have when you pay for Comcast cable or yeah. Verizon, and they yeah. have these regulatory fees. It's just some fake tax that they add on. So we get that. So, but it 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 does depending if you order enough, then it's worth the ten dollars. But we don't order a whole lot anymore so we may get rid of it but if you're only saving like three dollars an order it's convenience it's really all it is it is it's convenience yeah. and but i understand if you're going to send me a coupon but don't send me a coupon for pickup only right. because then i wouldn't be using grubhub i would just call the I restaurant i will say their customer service when i use grubhub's pretty good is we've had a few orders where it got messed up or it came cold and they refunded it and gave us a coupon. Yeah, they just right. refund you. You call with any complaint. Oh, okay, we're going to refund it. Yeah. Last week we had free Panda Express. I I do notice that they do charge more because when we did a comparison of a restaurant's prices on their menu versus online, they are prices are maybe like a dollar more for certain items. And that's probably the fees that the restaurants have to pay to them. I don't know if they're doing the same thing that Instacart's doing. Yeah. I'm not sure because they know. have no problem re- re- reimbursing someone ever. I think it's not coming out of their pocket. A lot of things are going to change now, right? So Grubhub is going to see a decline as more people get out and stop going to restaurants. And I think Ubers and Lyfts will pick up. I hope. Anyway, they should. I, get, I know we have I, a shortage in the city. Alerts. I get pop-up alerts from Uber all the time about getting food delivered with Uber. Yeah. Yeah. I don't even use Uber anymore. But I still get the pop-ups. Yeah, I have the Lyft. That's what I wanted to tell you, too, and anybody listening to this. If you live in Boston and use the T, Lyft, the, the Lyft app actually has the most accurate T information. So it, they actually show you the little trains and where they are. And I've stood in a few of the, the stations, and they're so accurate. They show you the little train is coming, and sure enough, it shows up right on time. Great. Well, that's because the MBTA app and, and all the other apps that are created by the government are car- are terrible. Yeah, they they are they terrible. People want one. They want one. People want one, so they make them, but they don't want to put the money into it. Or you know, these independent services that'll actually pay an app developer to do it the right way. Yeah, I don't know how Lyft does it, but that's an option on there. You just click on it, and it shows you where all the the uh, subway trains are. But again, we got off the whole cruise topic, so we don't know when that's coming back. No, we don't know when that's coming, but from what I understand, there will be no more, and we'll go back to what we were talking earlier, there will be no more buffets for, at least in the beginning, because of mainly the issues I was talking about and other safety people coughing and farting on the salad bar. Yeah, well, that's what I was going to say. Maybe, maybe you, you know, you won't have all of that people sneezing and snot on the salad bar. Actually, Verizon. Uh, <laughs> Did you hear my my little counterpart there? You need to grow up. I know. I know. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> uh, Virgin Cruises are not even going to have buffets. Everything's going to be quick service meals. Yeah, but it's probably still prepackaged because you can't you can't be cooking food for people when you get three thousand people on a cruise going into the dining. It has to be pre cooked. What's taking so long? I ordered a salad two hours ago. <laughs> Uh, well, they haven't sneezed on it yet. Have you seen those videos on how they uh, prepare foods on cruises? It's it's pretty crazy. 
Oh, yeah, and they have, like, 16 restaurants going at the same time, and they have, like, the one head chef runs back and forth. Yeah. To make sure everything's cool. Yeah. Yeah, I don't know if I'd want to work or live on a cruise ship. Seems pretty oh, hectic. And then they have, like, different jobs, don't they? I don't know if they have different jobs. I, I think they hire you to do something, but if you're a waiter, you could be working in any of the restaurants. I know that. Oh, I thought, like, um, they took turns, like, some people are in the shows, or... I think you have to, like, be in the biz to be in the show. In the biz? I don't think you can just be a dancer. <laughs> you say, hey, I want to do that today. I want to be the I want to be the guitarist in the band, but you don't know how to play guitar. I don't think it works like that. Maybe it does. Yeah, another Seinfeld episode. <laughs> well, I, you know, I, I'd i like to be a sportscaster, and, you know, I'm, I am always, almost, always making those colorful comments. Well, yeah, you do, but they usually hire people who are in the business. <laughs> I think if I was to work on a cruise, the only job that would be interesting to me would be cruise director. But oh, like Julie from I'm the not, Love Boat. I, yeah, I don't think I could be a cruise director. I'm just saying that that would be a, the only job I'd want to do. Yeah. You're busy. You're always like, you have to be like a party planner to be a cruise director. Yeah, I don't know if I have the temperament or personality no, to be a cruise director. I, can you imagine being a cruise director on Disney Cruise? <laughs> Oh my gosh, all the kids have to be on some kind of hallucinogenic to do that. Show. Oh, you have to be nice all the time. How do you be nice 24 hours a day? Yeah, so I don't know if there's anything else you want to add to that, but we kind of got off topic a few times, which is fine. No, I mean, fine. we're ta- we've talking about how travel's changed. We've talking mm-hmm. airlines, hotels, cruises. I mean, those are the major points because trains, trains aren't really a big thing in the United States like they are in Europe. Right. in other parts of the world. So I don't really know how to approach that topic. Uh, yeah, cars, I think Amtrak still has the $25 hamburgers. Yeah. They, that hasn't changed. Yeah, and car travel. Obviously, I think our advice is you, if you're going to book anything, I would book far in advance and make sure that, you know, where you're going is everything's all set or your reservations are all set, obviously, because things are going to be much different. There should be no surprises. Major, well, I worked for a major hotel chain when I was younger. And the amount of people that would book on Expedia and Travelocity, and same with the air for the airlines as well, their reservations were never found in the system. So even mm. if you, and it's different now, obviously they've, they've fixed a lot of those issues. But anytime you book on those, as opposed to booking direct, you always want to call make sure they have your reservation and the confirmation number you have is sometimes you get a different confirmation number with those budget like sites like mm-hmm. media so you definitely always want to check it it seems like why should i have to book it? but you you even when i have a regular hotel reservation i make sure they have my. well that's the other thing too a lot of the a lot of these places are just going to be start to get back to up and running again so there's going to be glitches everywhere that you have to expect yeah, yeah. so i, I mean we were able to go back if we wanted to, to Ireland. They said, yeah, you know, you could come back, but all of the pubs are closed. The Guinness factory is closed. The Jameson factory was closed. So why am I going over there? I mean, I know it's beautiful and I love driving around the country, but if the pubs aren't there, then that's, you know, three quarters of the trip. Right. Absolutely. So that's why I would say, just make sure wherever anybody's traveling, that places that you want to visit are actually open. I, and, and by the end of the summer, I think you'll see a lot more open. Yeah. Uh, as restrictions get, re, you know, lightened or whatever the term is. And uh, by the fall and winter, I think that there's going to be probably 95% everything will be open. And 
who knows if masks will still be required or not, but so we'll see. Did you say you were taking your son to Hawaii or you don't know yet? Well, we'd like to go, but mm-hmm. it really depends on when he'll be able to get a vaccine and if we can can and want to spend the exorbitant amount of money it is mm. to go there. Right. I mean, just to fly is like $1,000 a person. The hotels are all, you can't get a decent hotel over there for less than like three fifty, four hundred a night. Then they tack on all the fees and hotel uh, daily rates. And it's, you know, it's like a, for three people, it's like a $6,000 yeah. trip for a week. So oh, easily. It's really expensive. And I asked because well, the, I don't know. anybody who's been listening to us since the very beginning, I'm sure they know your son because we still have him here, right here. Look, he's in the studio. Sabotedia. Thank you. He's great. He, there he is. Yes, he used to plug my show all the time. Sabotedia. He knows. I forgot. It. You keep touching that button. It's just going to keep playing. Well, I never said we were a professional outfit here. We're still amateur. So, no. all right. Yeah, so we are going to do that. We have to do that Seinfeld episode. We'll do um, it live by the pool this summer. Yes, that's what we'll do. We'll do it live, one-on-one, in person. And I know they actually teach classes at colleges about that Seinfeld and how a lot of those episodes relate to real-life events. Everything is everything's based on real life. Everything is relatable. Yeah, so we'll do that. We'll do a whole show about nothing. And you'll bring your mask and you'll bring your gloves and <laughs> yeah. your bubble your bubble boy suit. <laughs> Hopefully we won't need them by then. No, I'm gonna wear my pin well, we'll hat and jacket. We may need our booster by then, I don't know. Maybe. Who knows? All right. Well, thank you again, my co host, for being here, Lee. I always appreciate for that. Me again. Yes. Yeah. Always a delight. And we'll talk, talk, because I'm from Rhode Island. Talk. We'll talk soon and have some coffee. All right. All right. Thank you. All right. We'll see you all later. So thanks again to Lee. I always have a lot of fun when he's on this show. So I I am happy to have him as a co-host as well as Diane Marola. And we do have some other guests lined up. We're trying to make season two better than season one and mix it up a lot and have more than just me alone on this podcast. And next week we're going to be doing a live recording. So we're going to be in person. And now that, uh, things are lifting as we spoke about on this show, restrictions are lifting. We're going to be doing in-person interviews rather than these phone interviews that we've had to do since the beginning of this podcast. So I'm definitely looking forward to that. And I know you're going to enjoy this show much more Uh, in the coming episodes. So we're going to close it out again this week. And, you know, as we always say, we can always be found on Linktree. That is our, you know, the one-stop shop to reach all of our uh, connections. You know, it'll connect you to our social media sites, Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, LinkedIn, email, voicemail, and you could subscribe by email and be alerted to future shows. So that site is L-I-N-K tr.ee forward slash s-a-v-o-p-e-d-i-a-m-e-d-i-a so that's linktree at savopedia and that will connect you with all of our um our podcast um sites and you just click on any one of those and it'll also bring you to our main web page as well so that is uh www.savopedia.com 
com, and that website has all the updates and upcoming episodes. The link tree is probably your easiest one-stop shop for everything about this podcast. And if you are listening on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or any of our favorite apps, especially Apple, please give us a like and a share and a rating. Those ratings mean so much to us, and I say that every week, and it truly means a lot to this show. So again, thank you for listening. Take care of yourselves, and we'll see you again next week on Savopedia.